Benvenuti a Lillian the Park Podcast, episode 27. Io sono il tuo host, Vincenzo Bonavora, and let's get into this. So, episode number 27. Huh? And Italy, you know what? Italy just played, as much as I want to talk about how stressful that game was, and whatever. Let's just do a quick synopsis of it. Great game for, uh, from Austria, bad game from uh, from Italy, or an okay game from Italy. Italy still came out on top because they put Chiesa in. Chiesa's a beautiful player. Both His name is going to go on, on, the both, on both of those jerseys. If you're watching this on YouTube, I got the Italy jersey and this year's, uh, or this past year's away jersey from Juve. It's a great game. Uh, they won. Shutout streak is over, but it's okay because Italy still won. All right. So, as much as I really wanted to talk about that game, even though I didn't really want to talk about it because it wouldn't have been that entertaining of an episode. If you've noticed, the first, this is the most I've talked about soccer. I started this, I, my first episode came out, what, December 28th? Excuse me. This is the first time starting this. First time. This is my third time starting this episode. I started this episode, uh, this series, uh, this show on December twenty eighth of twenty twenty. Been doing this for twenty seven weeks straight, and not a single week did I start talking about soccer until I think it was episode twenty four. I don't really talk about soccer much, and here is the reason for it. You know what? Let's give a quick little backstory for it. I started soccer. Play, I started playing soccer in 2004. I, that year, I won the trophy. Like we, my team won the trophy. We came first, won in the finals. It was a great. It was a great season. I wasn't the best player, but I was good. As the years went on, I was becoming the best player on my team. I was a striker at first. And I was electric, electrifying, like I, to myself at least. I there was one season where I scored in every single game, and I was the best player on my team. I was also six, seven. But as the years went on, I got worse and worse. I switched positions from midfield or from striker to the midfield. Because I was just not fast enough to be a striker anymore. Ah. Now, I was growing as a gr- I was a growing boy, and I've always been the tallest on in my one of the tallest at least. I was I've always been one of the tallest in my age group, or on um, the team in the gl- in the grade. I've always been one of the tallest, but I was always but for a good little while I was also one of the skinniest. I was tall and skinny. Seven years old. I don't know if this is part of the reason why, but when I was seven, I went through a, uh, I had a bad ankle injury. Somebody went, somehow some kid perfectly tackle, like perfect tackle positioning, like not football tackle, but slide tackle. He had perfect, like it was a perfect, it was perfect form for a slide tackle. But he didn't get the ball. He got this ankle right here. My right ankle, which I just sprained a couple weeks ago again. It was my first ankle injury. And it was a really bad one. It was so bad that apparently it bruised my, like, the ankle bone. And then after that, I couldn't, I can barely even walk all summer. I I tried playing that fucking game still. That was I that that is one of my fondest memories. The coach said my coach says to me, "Are you okay?" and I say, "Yeah." 
I can still shoot my left foot. That's legit something that I told him. My dad would remind me that all the time. But I tried playing, tried playing. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it that summer. I can barely even walk. I didn't play soccer for the rest of the year. I was done. And then that's it. But I continued playing soccer the year after. It's just that that summer, I was also playing hockey. I started playing hockey at six years old. This was going into my... This was going into my third year playing hockey. And... I wanted to be healthy. My dad wanted me to be healthy and not ruin my ankle. So I just wasn't really moving. I was constantly lying in bed, resting, and I wasn't moving. I was eating a lot. I was at my nonno's house a lot. My nonna was feeding me all the time. And I just, my my metabolism decided to say, hey, finit. And then I just, stuck. as the years went on, the best way to describe it, as the years went on, I got thick, and then as the years went on, it's like an extra C was added. I was getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and then it was just to the point where at 10 years old, I just wasn't fit. I didn't feel good enough playing soccer. I didn't enjoy it. But then another reason for that was I was falling in love with hockey. Every year, I've been, I was playing hockey every year since I was 7 till I was 17. In, in a league. No, sorry. From 6 till I was 17. In a league. In a league. And I still continue to play now, but I don't play soccer anymore. When I was 10, I stopped playing. In a, or after 10 years old, I stopped playing in the league. I wanted to try playing baseball because it was just different than soccer. But the reason I realized why I stopped falling in love with soccer, or my love, I fell out of love with soccer, is because... At 10 years old, I was big. It was hard to knock me off the ball, but it was easy for me to knock people off the ball. And because of that, people would fall easily and then they would get, you know, I would get fouls. So I realized that soccer just isn't for me. And I decided to leave soccer. It was still a great decision of mine. I don't care what anybody says. But I'm still watching it. I'm still watching Juve play. I'm celebrating them winning the championship. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. But as the years went on. 2010, I watched football. I was watching football, but I watched. I fall in love with the Packers. I've talked about this before. I started to like the Packers. But in high school, I fell in love with the Packers. Then I'm watching football every Sunday. And then Juve would be on. And then it would just be boring. I couldn't watch soccer for some reason. And I realized it this year, or I realized it before, but it like set in this year again. I would watch the Packers play every or every Sunday. My ass is in this spot on that chair that I used to do the episodes in that I might have ruined while the Leafs when the Leafs lost to the Montreal Canadiens. I would sit my ass in that chair, watching the TV right over here, and I would just be watching football all day. And then Juve might play. If they didn't play, if they played on Sundays, I would put them on the big screen. I would put them on my TV. And then I'd have the football games on my laptop. And then I'd be watching the game and I realized I'm on my phone or I'm just wa- paying more attention to the football game. So I put the football game on the TV and I put the soccer game on my laptop and I'm just listening to the soccer game. I couldn't watch soccer anymore. It's just not for me. The amount of diving that's in the sport, the amount of corruption that's in the sport, is just ruined for me. And I love soccer. One of my fondest memories. Soccer has been a huge part for me. One of my fondest memories growing up as a kid was Italy winning the the 2006 World Cup. One of the games that stands in my head 
is you might think it's the World Cup final, one game that I will continue to go back and watch. And of course, that game, I love to go out, go back and watch, but the game that I go back and watch the most is the semifinals against Germany. When it goes into extra time and Grosso scores the game-winning goal, one nothing Italy. And then Del Piero scores that goal. And I remember as a kid, I was going nuts when Del Piero scored. And then they go to the World Cup Finals and they beat France in the shootout. And then we go to St. Clair and St. Clair was a party. Soccer was so huge, was so big, was so much a part of my life that it was, in a way, part of my sexual awakening. Because that was the first time I saw, I don't know if I should be talking about this. I don't really care. It's very private, but I don't really care. I talk about it. I don't, I don't give a shit. So big a part of my, like, I, I saw my first shirtless girl at six years old on St. Clair. And I can still remember it. So big. Such a big time for me. I love soccer, but as the years go on, and as good as the national team has been, making it to the Euro Cup, to the World Cup, making it to the, to the Euro Cup final in 2012, 2016, they make it to, I think it was the quarters of the semis against Germany. And they might have, they lost, but no, actually, no, 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 sorry. It was it was the it was the quarters against Germany. They make it to the quarters against Germany, and then they beat. Or sorry, Germany beats them. They missed the World Cup in 2018, and that was just one thing that just, yeah. But this year was a big part of a big part a big. Um, I guess you could say it was an important year for soccer for me, because as much as the Euro Cup, I've falling back in love with the sport i fell out of love so much with the sport juve was just has been so frustrating actually i'd say i'd even say 2019 was a big year for me from 2019 i've been really falling falling more and more out of out of love with the sport ronaldo comes to the team and he's not the reason why i'm falling i'm falling or him coming to the team like isn't directly the reason why i'm falling out of love with the sport Ever since Ronaldo has come, I, I just haven't enjoyed watching. Well, I'm going to repeat what I said. Ever since Ronaldo joined Juve, I haven't enjoyed watching Juve. The team is out of sync. It's like he ruined the... Um, oh my god, I can't remember the word now. How am I, rem how am I forgetting the word? Oh my god. Wow, I can't remember the word. How do I, how am I always remember how am I always forgetting words when I'm talking? Oh my god, he ruined the chemistry. That's the word that I'm trying to think of. He ruined the chemistry of the team. He almost ruined the bala, if you ask me. He just hasn't helped this team. He's a great player, but he is not a great player for this team. I hope he leaves because this isn't as much as Ronaldo's a great player. I'm not sure nobody's cheering for this team for you because of you, except for the Ronaldo fanboys who's going to go follow you off to your next destination. He's ruined this team and it seems like he's made it more about himself. I can't stand them. What was I going to go with this? And they had, sorry. 2019, they lose to Ajax in the round of 16. 2020, they lose to Lyon in the round of 16. 
This year, they didn't even make it to the round of 16. They lost to Porto in the first round of the knockout stages. Excuse me. It has just been not fun to watch this team. Ever since Ronaldo's came, it's just been boring to watch them. And I can't stand watching this team. Now, that might be a big part of it, but another reason of it is this year. Ronaldo, or Juve again, doesn't make it to the round, past the round of 16. Doesn't even make it to the round of 16 this year. They lose to Porto, which is a team that is, again, not as good as Juve. Should not be, as, should not be beating Juve. And then the Super League happens. Juve doesn't win the Serie A this year for the first time in nine years. But that's not a big thing for me. I can live with that. The big thing for me is Ronald or the Super League. I've seen Juve win the Serie A more times in my life than I've seen Toronto win a playoff game. Juve in the pa- sorry, I should in the past ten years I've seen Juve win more game uh, more Serie A championships and the Leafs have won playoff games since 2013. And that's basically the same time span. Haven't seen Toronto win any more any as many playoff games as I seen Juve or whatever. No, because what they won, Toronto won three games in 2013, then three games in 2018, then three games in 2019. Didn't win any games the year before, and then three games this year. So Toronto's won a few more. But in my lifespan, I've seen Juve win more Serie A championships than Toronto has won playoff games. I don't care if they win the Serie A championship. I care if they win the Super. Uh, I care if they win the Champions League. I don't care for that. And they can't get that done with Ronaldo, and Ronaldo has seemed to make it worse. But the thing that's made it worse for me is the Super League thing. If you don't know the Super League thing that has happened. Juventus, Barcelona, and Real Madrid have tried to recruit teams. They tried to recruit nine more teams to make a Super League with them. I think it was like six Champions League, uh, Premier League teams. It was no Bayern, I don't think. No uh, PSG. It was a few more. I think it was Barca, Real Madrid, and Atletico from Spain. I think it was Juve, Napoli, and Inter from whatever. And I can't remember the teams. I know for sure that was Juve, Barca, and Real Madrid. Juve, Barca, and every other team leaves or disavows, disavows, I guess you could say, the Super League. Juve, Real Madrid continue to try and get this Super League going. And Juve did not want to stop. They wanted to continue until it was a thing. Now, you might think, what's wrong with having the 12 best teams or the best teams in one league? Now, you might be saying that as a non-soccer fan. Think of this, uh, for the soccer fans who know, or the soccer fans who, the non-casual soccer fans, the actual soccer fans, know that this is a bad idea. Soccer is a poor man's game that's being stolen by the rich. That's what how it was described when I was reading up on this thing a couple months back. If you have, now a lot of people don't realize is soccer is a T is it's not just the city uh league on Premier League whatever you have different divisions you have different leagues you have leagues below each other you have the city A, city B city C city A, C and city D 
of course, Serie A is the best one. But you get relegated, you're going to go to the Serie B. And if you get relegated from Serie B, you're going to go to Serie C. If you get relegated to Serie C, you get Serie D. Serie D. And the same thing for Premier League. If you get relegated from the Premier League, you're going to go down to the Championship. You're going to, if you get relegated from Liga, you're going to go to Ligue 2. You get relegated from uh, Liga... What the La Liga? You go to Kekatsu. You go to uh, I don't know. You go play in Portugal. I don't know how it works. I don't know the other league over there. When you have these smaller teams that play in the league, you depend on the bigger teams. Like I'm going to use the City A for an exa- as the example. You had the biggest team in the City A, of course, is going to be Juve. Everybody can recognize Juve. Juve has become a huge. A, a monster in the soccer world, but also the fashion world. Because the reason why they changed the logo from this to that, a big reason is because they wanted to be able to be simple so they can use it for fashion-wise. I still love this logo, of course, but that's makes sense. When you have teams like that who make money off of jersey sh- that can pay off everything because of jersey sales, jersey sales... You make so much money off of sponsorships. You make a lot of tons of money off of uh, viewership. You're not you. You need these bigger teams in your league to support the smaller teams. Nobody's watching Kievo. Who's watching Kievo? Who's watching Atalanta? Who's watching teams like Parma, Palermo, Lecce? Nobody's watching them. So. The reason why you need these big teams in the same league as these small teams is because, for one, the viewership also goes to these small teams. If Juve is playing a team like Parma or Sassuolo, you're going to have fans watching Sassuolo because of team, because of guys because uh, they want to watch Juve, they want to watch Inter, AC Milan, Napoli, uh, Roma, whoever. You have, the, you have these bigger teams bringing eyes to the smaller teams. For one, so that gives you smaller teams viewership, but then you also have more sponsorships that can go to them because they're getting the viewership, and the sponsor sponsors are going to want to sponsor that game because they're get, they know that uh, they that people are going to be watching them because they want to watch Juve, and you might have the fans that watch the games. I'm not saying that nobody watches them. You're going to have fans that support the team and that watch that game, but you're going to have a majority of the fans that are going to be Juve fans. Roma fans, Napoli fans, AC Milan, Inter, even Atalanta. So you have these bigger teams supporting these smaller clubs with just the fans' eyes. But then you have the sponsorships because of the fans' eyes. And when you have the sponsorships and you have money coming in, you have the money to develop players. And if it's different in soccer, you don't really see players sticking with teams that stink. Like you would do in, say, say, football or hockey. These teams will sell off these players to the bigger teams. For example, Juve is looking to buy Locatelli from Sassuolo. He's a 25-year-old player. He wasn't developed by them. He was actually developed by AC Milan, which I don't know why they got rid of him. Locatelli is going to is look. Uh, Juve is looking to buy Locatelli, and it's looking like it's going to be a bidding war. Or other teams are looking to persuade Locatelli to go away from Juve with more money. So because of that, Juve is looking to buy... Let's just say Juve buys them for 30 million euros. That money goes towards the team. And they can use that money basically however they they want. They can buy more players. They can put that money towards the facilities to develop more players to sell them off. 
to other teams. So when you don't have, or if you have all the big teams in a league, in a single league, these smaller teams are losing viewership. Who's going to watch Lecce versus Parma? Who's going to be watching, let's just say, because Roma I don't think was part of the Super League. Who's going to watch Roma versus Parma? I probably won't be watching that, to be honest with you. Maybe the Roma fans, yeah, but who's, other than the Roma fans, who's going to be watching that game? I'm not going to, and casual viewers are going to watch that game. I'd much rather watch Juve versus Bayern. No, I'd much rather watch because Bayern wasn't in. I'd much rather watch Juve versus Barcelona. So when all the eyes are on the Super League because you have the best teams playing against each other, and nobody's watching teams like Parma, Lecce, Sassuolo, Palermo, whatever. These smaller teams. These teams that are going to be losing sponsorships. Because nobody's watching them anymore. And when you're losing sponsorships, you're losing money going towards your program to develop these players to sell to the bigger teams. You're not going to be developing. You're not going to be able to make enough money just from selling players to these bigger teams. You're not going to be making them enough money to continue your program. You're not going to be developing developing great players. That's why the Super League doesn't work. Because if you're doing the Super League, you're basically going to ruin every other team that's not in that league. Like Teams even like Roma wouldn't be able to survive just from their fans. People want to watch Juve versus Roma. Roma would have to join that Super League. These bigger teams would have to join that Super League because nobody's going to be watching them anymore. That's why it doesn't work. Like as much as PSG, they didn't join it because like they have French people who work for UEFA. They would have probably gone at the they would have gone in the Super League too because nobody's watching them anymore. People want to watch these big teams play each other and that's what the Champions League is for. So it wouldn't have worked out. That's why I don't didn't like to. That's why it ruined me with the super or with soccer too, just in this past year. But the big thing for me is the the theatrics that are with soccer. Soccer is a huge sport and it's an easy sport for people to play. But if you watch the games now, it's almost unwatchable. I'm constantly yelling, and I'm not saying that I'm yelling at the other team, like specifically. I'm yelling at all the players that are playing that are diving. Ronaldo is a perfect example. One reason why I will never get a Ronaldo jersey and why he will I will never like him as a player. That guy is six foot two. I think he's about 230 pounds shredded. Pure muscle. I'm six foot two, okay? I'm not 230 pure muscle. I'm I'm more 280, a little bit of muscle, mostly Jvoyotel. He is about my height. If you can see me, I don't know if you can see all of me because I might be cut off from the camera. That is the same height as Ronaldo. And he follows like my... My three-year-old cousin has better stability. because He's a very stable player. He just falls easily. My cousin... My three-year-old cousin... My five-year-old goddaughter doesn't fall like he does. And she is a twig. And as much as I love her, she... I, I love her with all my heart. She's fucking cutest. She... Follows easily, but doesn't fall as easily as him. But yeah, I just don't... That's the reason why I don't really talk about soccer as much. I just don't care for it as much as I used to. I don't care for it to make an entire show out of it, except for because of the Euros. 
Now, will the Euros save soccer for me? And I will be talking about soccer more. We don't know. We will see. I don't know if this is going to be the last time I talk about, or I don't know if I'll be talking if it whenever it ends for Italy, whether they get knocked out the next game against Belgium, whether they get knocked out or they win in the finals or lose in the finals doesn't matter. I don't know if this is going to be the last time I talk about it, or I don't know if this if that'll be the last when the last time I'll be talking about it is. All I know is is I just want this sport to just be fixed. Soccer is a beautiful sport. I love watching soccer. A lot of like. The best way to describe it is a lot of hockey fans will describe hockey as being the best sport with the worst league. And soccer can also be described as not the best sport. I still think hockey is a better sport. But it's a great sport that's ruined by shit leagues and shit uh, heads. It's just... I can't stand watching it. I can't stand looking at all the news where you have these corrupt officials just ruining the sport for money but that's that's it anyways italy's gonna be playing uh belgium the next round so i'll be talking about that next week even though i'll be missing the game most likely because i got work on wednesday no friday so i'm trying to get somebody to take that shift but yeah so but that's a that's a pretty good thing uh portugal got knocked out not that i would have rather not played Portugal because Portugal isn't Belgium. Belgium's the number one ranked team, and they're trying to get their stars back for the next game. But it's uh, it's good if you're living in Toronto. So I put out a tweet saying that hopefully Portugal gets knocked out by Belgium so that uh, construction can resume in Toronto. Now, when the Euro Cup started, let's just say they were they would have repeated. Uh, it would have taken about a year extra for the construction to continue. But they got knocked out. So you might have to give it a couple weeks. So let's just say give them two more weeks for them to recover from this loss. I know it's a big loss for Portuguese soccer fans. Usually they just, other than what, the round of 16, they don't really make it that far. Other than last year, they don't really make it past around the 16. But give the Portuguese fans some time to recuperate. They're going to need it. Uh, But yeah, so now that it's over, construction can resume. So it looks like Dufford and Eglinton, it should be back on schedule to be finished by about 2020. Uh, about maybe 2042 so yeah that's all for this week um i don't really want to talk anymore my mouth is getting dry and i'm getting tired i've done this episode three times already because the recording program crashed that's all for this week uh you can follow me on instagram at bonavora you can follow the uh the podcast on instagram at leading the pack pod Follow me on Twitter at Bonavoto underscore with the capital B. And you can also follow me on TikTok if you want. Same thing, same thing at Bonavoto underscore with the capital B. I don't really make TikToks anymore. I'm getting bored. I, I don't really, I haven't done a TikTok in a while. I don't really care to do it. But just if you want to follow me and see some stupid jokes, go right ahead. But yeah, that's all for this week. Forza Duri. Eva Fanguli. Ciao.